are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. You know, one of the places that I get my information from as I try and stay on top of all this stuff for you is through Twitter, which is a great resource. And I know some of you out there are probably like, oh, I don't even I don't get this whole tweeting thing. What is a tweet? Uh, what is it? A bird? Who, who even knows? But it, it does have a good uh, way to, to keep up on things because you can follow some really smart people and you can follow you can make lists of of smart people on certain issues. And um, one of the articles that I ran across, which was interesting this week, was Medicare administrative costs are higher, not lower, than private insurance. And this is something that caught my attention because uh, many folks that are in favor of the public plan, which is, um, you know, I don't even know what, what's going to happen with a public plan. We know that um, the president, President Obama was the first sitting president to write a scholarly article in which he uh, really advocated for the public plan. We um, are, are know that we're going to see some problems happening with uh, with access because a lot of people still don't don't have insurance. And uh, it was interesting. I was talking over the, over the holiday. Uh, wondering if um, because of a new administration, are we going to see more more uninsured as opposed to less uninsured? Again, that was the main thing to uh, to, uh, to to overcome. But I'm going to uh, break down the uh, administrative costs as a, for uh, Medicare as opposed to private insurance here shortly. But first, uh, on, on our hotline 402-342-1290. We have a caller who uh, wants uh, to express uh, their opinion. Uh, John, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. How you doing today? Yes, I did. How about you? Did you? Oh, I'm I'm hanging in there. I, like I said, I ate a little bit too much, but uh, <laughs> finally burned some of it off. What's going yeah. on today? I hear you. Um, I'm on Medicaid, and I uh, I got a letter that their Medicaid is uh, dishing their or giving their uh, I don't know. Given they're they're splitting up to United Health and another one, mm. and do you know why they're doing this? Or yes, so um, it's called medic. I'm guessing that it's called Medicaid managed care. So um, those insurance companies basically um, bid to uh, administrate the Medicaid uh, billing and uh, and administration behind the scenes. So is there anything going to? Ch- I mean, is it going to change or nothing? Uh- well, you might see, you're going to see you might see, you're you're probably not going to see much change in um you know how, from your physician or anything like that. Yeah. The difference that you might see is when you switch from one insurance company to another insurance company, they're obviously different companies and businesses, so they might have different ways of doing things. Yeah. But in order for them to uh, bid and administrate uh, these policies, they would have to meet the same standards, and so yeah. I guess it would just be uh, you know you know how it is might see yeah. some difference in customer service for example uh something like right. that but uh, so, so one yeah. one of them left so you're telling me that united healthcare was administrating it and now somebody else is 
Yeah, right. I mean, I had Medicaid, and I don't know, it was, it was just like through the state, and uh-huh. now they're giving it out. There's two different places, and I chose uh, United Health mm-hmm. because my doctor was in that network or something, and and they have different things. And I just wondered if, it's, if the benefits are going to be cut down, you know, because of... I don't think the benefits are going to cut down. The only difference you're going to see is... Um... You know, like I said, any any difference between any companies, if that makes sense. So, for example, you know, they all just have a little bit different way of of doing things. But what I think happened there is that the state must have, um, I guess, bid those contracts out. For administration. Sure, sure, sure. And so. I appreciate your help. Yeah, thanks for calling in. 402-342-1290 if you would like to uh address uh any of your concerns or have any questions for me and uh i was uh, talking about um administrative costs and that was a perfect caller uh to to kind of give us this transition into this part of the conversation because administrative costs are a huge part of healthcare spending now, some people even say that one out of 3 uh dollars in our overall healthcare system goes towards administration and so um, one of the, the, the claims out there is that Medicare um, is actually uh, more efficient and costs less to administrate uh, than uh, other large insurance companies. And we've got a study that recently came out by Robert A. Book, Ph.D., a Senior Research Fellow of Health Economics at the Center for Data Analysis. And he found, and I think we're just going to have to try and just get this guy on the show, but uh, advocates of the public plan assert that Medicare has administrative costs of 3% or 6 to 8% if support from other government agencies included, uh, compared to 14 to 22% for employer-sponsored health insurance. Um, they attribute uh, this to uh, the, the efficiency of the government, private insurance companies' expenditures on marketing, uh, their efforts to deny claims, um, high executive salaries, the list goes on. Um, but however, according to his his findings, he found that Medicare administrative costs are actually higher than those of private insurance, despite the fact that private insurance companies incur several categories of costs that do not apply to Medicare. In recent if recent cost history is any guide, switching more than 200 million Americans with private insurance to the public plan will not save money, but will actually increase healthcare administrative costs by several billion dollars. So the public plan sounds great, but can we afford this? Administrative costs are customarily expressed as a percentage of total costs, and the CMS, which is the Centers for Medicare Medicaid Services, the cost of operating the Medicare program has ranged in recent years from 28 to 3.4%. Then you add in the other costs by other government agencies to support Medicare brings the total to 5 to 6.4%. And so bottom line you're going to have to read this this story or this study and I will go ahead and put it on our website. But from 2000 to 2005 Medicare's administrative costs for a beneficiary were consistently higher than that for private insurance ranging from 5 to 48% higher. And um they're also, again, Medicare is exempt from, from other things such as uh, disease management, on-call nurse consultation services, and so on, and other things. And so 
Um, it's important that as we get into these different conversations as a nation about how we fix this problem and what um, you know any future health reform efforts might look like on down the line, it's important that we uh, really have all the facts in front of us so we really know uh, what works and what doesn't work. And I think that has to be done at the state level and the local level. I personally believe that. It's difficult to do it at the federal level. But this study is just one example that shows that maybe it's not true that the federal program is that much more efficient um, than these these other agencies and these insurance companies. Obviously, the state of, of Nebraska believes that um, it's more efficient to have them administrate some of these things. And so the question is, could a public option look like a Medicare system but that's administrated by private insurance companies. With only about four to five left standing, I think that's a very real possibility, um, unless there's some sort of change. It'll be interesting to see uh, who the new uh, Health and Human Services Secretary will be. There's been a few names that have been flown out there recently, uh, Tom Price, for example, from Georgia, and, and a few others out there. But they are going to have a monumental task in determining the direction that we want um, these programs to go along. Remember, folks, bipartisan support passed what was called MACRA. I call that Health Reform 2.0. It reformed uh, a lot of things in the Medicare program, especially has how it relates to physicians being paid. And... Um, Whatever uh, whatever the new person uh, walks into is going to have a major impact on, on all of us as it relates to how we receive health care and how our providers of health care are reimbursed. And so that's why we host this show, America's Healthcare Challenge. Lots to talk about, as always. A lot of people are like, how do you keep coming up with different things to talk about on the show? And the answer is it's because health care is um, almost 20% of our economy. And um, there's never a shortage of things to read uh, about these things. And um, I'm hoping very shortly that in the future I can start reporting on some positive things that are that are coming, that are out there, that everybody on both sides of the aisle can get behind. Because I think that's what we need in order to solve this monumental problem facing our country. One more segment when we come back. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. You can find me... Many different places. Uh, whatever social media you use, Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge will have these segments. Our SoundCloud page has all of our segments from the five years that we've been doing this. And Twitter, at America's Canary, has all of our headlines, which is updated on a daily basis. We'll be right back. <laughs> 